Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Oliver King. And this is a show where we force our interests upon one another. Now, Oliver King, um, it sounds kind of like Oliver Twist. I like it. Are you a poor orphan boy? Um, I don't know. I was thinking more like the best friend of the Green Arrow. Oh, okay. So a direct, direct and comic book reference. No background, just a, just a best friend. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm glad you're developing your character, real human person. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> today, what are we talking about, Oliver? We are talking about She-Ra. Now, we did a, a brief minisode on this before, but Mini-sode? that was... But that was only after seeing what the first season. Yeah, it was. We really had just brushed the surface, scratched the surface, rubbed the surface. Archaeology. It's okay. <laughs> uh, or is it anthropology? No, it's it's art. Both. They're interconnected because you can find humans in the ground. Okay. We bury them there uh, all the time. Okay. 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 Um. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so yes, uh, we have now watched the whole show. So now we have a whole opinion. And oh we'll my be god. Right back with all of our whole thoughts. Literally, a whole a whole thought. So, She-Ra. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what an incredible show. Am I wrong, Oliver? Uh, I have my feelings. Do you? Okay, that was very uh, trepidatious, I would say, if I had to pull a word out of the old dictionary. Do you have a dictionary by you? Yeah, no, I keep it right right up in my my butthole all the time and pull it out. That's why I pull words out of my ass. Why do you always have an obsession with like saying things coming out of your butt? I don't know, man. Dairy intolerance? It's, it's often... It, you know, it doesn't matter. So She-Ra. There are five seasons of She-Ra, and we watched them all. Um, and I love this show, okay? I'm not even gonna lie. It it was recommended to us by one of our um, number one fans. Our best subscriber. Our actual best subscriber. Yes. The only person who seems to miss us when we're uh, absent. Yes, there's only one person who messages us and says, when are you coming back? This episode is for you. <laughs> it literally is, because you're the person who turned us on to the show. Uh, my dearest sister... Oh, you weren't supposed to say who it was. Oh, well, no. you don't know who my sister is. You don't know who our number one subscriber is. It could be you. Yeah, no, our number one subscriber is a person I've never met. Um, just a very, very loyal fan from Kentucky. Um, name is Jimmy Waitaker. We Clark love Kentucky. Jimmy. Jimmy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Clark Kentucky's been on this show. Friend of the show. We do know Clark Kentucky, so it's uh, not him by any means. Anyways, we're getting a little too meta here. Um, so... Oliver, I want to know, what did you think about She-Ra as a whole? Uh, Who's your favorite character? Who's your least favorite character? How do you think development was? I have to go first? Yeah, because I just asked you a question. You didn't ask first. (laughs) Oh, man. Favorite character. That's tough. I mean, I I am torn. I mean, I really like Glimmer. Yeah. Um, I also like Mermista. I mean, Entrapped is easy, but like... I mean, who doesn't like Entrapta? Entrapta's great. She's the, the literal ultimate jester. She's such good comic relief. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's definitely not Adora. I'll tell you that much. Blowing up hot take, hot take Sunday. It's definitely not Adora because Adora was annoying the hell out of me for for most of the show. Damn. Okay. Like. Okay. So you kind of mentioned this to me, and while we were watching it, do you think that they just just didn't write her very well? Do you think she wasn't a likable character, or just had issues with growth? Like, what was the big like? hold up of why you didn't like Adora. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's different for everyone. I mean, like she was just not my type of a hero. I mean, I mean, like, I think that she's great for other people, but for me personally, I understand that heroes go through self doubt. Well, everyone goes through self doubt, but it just felt like it was a relentless amount of self doubt. Like even up to the very last episode, it was nothing but self doubt and at no point did she ever just, I mean, like, eventually she, you know, like, was able to conquer the, the giant evil in the show. But, like, at no point did she ever, like, believe in herself, trust in herself, think that yeah. she was going to do it. Like, there was no character growth of becoming a stronger hero. You're, you're the main protagonist. You're the, you're the hero of the show. And the whole step, the whole entire journey, you never once believed in yourself. That's kind of whack. And, I mean, if we're going to be completely honest... Catra was the main hero, was the big hero at the end. Adora wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for Catra. Well, you know, everyone gets help along the way. I wouldn't call Catra the hero. She literally pulled Adora out of the extreme pit of despair that he was in. Like, Adora needed to know that she loved her in order to be able to save the world. Let's be fair. Everyone took turns saving Adora at some point in this show. I mean, Shadow Weaver gave her life for Adora. Oh my god. That was such a good scene. Yeah. Literally, okay, that scene, we just rewatched it, and I, like, I shed a tear even now, because Shadow Weaver's such, like, it's such a good payoff. It was such a good payoff, because, okay, first off, you you have this underlying sneak and suspicion at all times that Shadow Weaver go and pull some shit, right? Should we have said spoilers? I guess it's too late now. It's whatever. Um, it's way past it. And uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and also, then you had Shadow Weaver come in here, and she took over. She slams Catra back, and she puts up the screen, and they pull Star Wars on us. They pull that Star Wars shit on us, where they have... We're, I, it, you can't... It's horrible. Oh, You're yeah. stuck behind the screen, and you have to watch her die, and you can't get through the screen. I'm not going to lie. That felt... A little unnecessary in that moment, but, you know, maybe that's just me thinking that. No, it was very necessary. It was... And she takes off her mask for the first time in the show. God, nothing And like she has un- a smile. Unmasking a masked oh, person. A whole season of a masked person. A whole show the mask of a masked person. There's two... Sp- <laughs> the masked dancer. Let's... Moving on. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, that is one show that Oliver here will not let me, um... Let you. Not, not let, you don't, you're not my keeper. Um, I am my own sister's keeper. Uh, anyways, no, sad book about cancer. Um, but no, uh, Oliver, I've, many times it'll come on and he'll be like, no, Jasmine, no, no. He, he's very good about keeping me down from that rabbit hole because I am a reality TV and game show, like, game TV junkie, and I will, I will lose myself. Yeah. And the last thing I need is the mask scene on my DVR. Yeah, so Shadow Weaver. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, Shadow Weaver had such a good arc throughout because you weren't ever really sure if she might just flip back at any given moment. 
She's a great character. There's a lot of great things about this show. I thought that season five was amazing. I didn't I didn't want to stop watching it. I felt like <gasps> the plot line was great. There was just a few things that kind of like bugged me out about it. I think for one, I wish they would have spent more time like back on a theory. I thought they spent too much time in space, just too yeah. many episodes in space. I was like, get back to the planet. Doing random space stuff. Being yeah. like, oh well our our ship can't drive fast anymore, so it's it's gonna take a while. Right. But <laughs> you know, I did like, you know, the I guess the eventual, you know, bringing Catra back to the light side, even though yeah. for a while there I was like, oh, I just don't care anymore. I thought they, I, I wish they would have done that a little bit sooner. You know, I feel like just like they, yeah. they dragged out Catra being a bad person for a little bit too long. Yeah, I might have, I don't know. It's one of those things where like, I would have preferred if like her whole interactions with Hordak and all of that had kind of like gotten her to realize that she was, on the instead of like waiting till she's already up in Horde Prime's ship and yeah there was just like a lot of kind of it was like she was more there she, they they like they postponed her turning just so that they could have a plot point for them to have to go to space yeah Does that makes sense a little bit yeah and I I also think that you know the whole like Horde Prime thing. You're probably going to stretch that out over two seasons. Oh, easily. First He's of all. He's such a cool villain. Let's just say that Netflix sucks. Well, we already knew that. Every time we find good shows, they're like, you know what? It's time to cancel that bitch. Yeah. They're like, mm, you haven't discovered this show yet. Well, guess what? You're not going to get any more. And this is the most frustrating thing about that is that the way the season ended, they're literally like, what are we going to do next? We're going to bring magic to the universe. Psych, you're not going to get to see that. They're, like, literally setting it up for, like, Star Trek Voyagers. Like, go out, all these different planets, all these different exploration. And then it's like, no, Yeah, I mean, the last sentence was like, yeah, well, let's, we have one more trip. As in, like, obviously there was, like, one more season. And then... Like, something planned. And then Netflix was like, listen, you know, we're going bankrupt. We obviously have no idea what we're doing. So, you know, why pull our heads out of our asses now? Let's cancel another good show. And I mean, to be fair, like it, we disagree heavily on this. I think the ending was satisfying. No. But, <laughs> uh, do I want more? Obviously, I want more. It's the freaking like, it's a show that appeals to kids and adults and has good, well-rounded characters and great writing, and representation. Like, I'm sorry. When I was a kid, we didn't. We did. There was no kids shows that showed, you know, a a lesbian couple kissing on screen. That wasn't a thing. At all. No, all we had was turtles that Yeah. We, that were fighting. They're like, we don't want to mess up their heads, so let's give them mutant ninja turtles. Yeah. Normal stuff. Yeah. And they had a master who was a rat. Yeah, like, weird bestiality shit. Like, let's mess with that, but, like, heaven forbid we show things that happen in the real world, like... You know, women loving women and men loving men. They're such... Oh, and you have the moment in the end when Bo's parents get to see Bo and his dad see him, like, being all heroic and talking to the whole universe. That was such a good moment. So you're making my point for me. This is the reason why I hated this ending. I loved it. It was like every good thing got wrapped up. We got a little taste of every character's wrap-up. That's that's the whole thing. There was no wrap-up. There was none. Well, I don't know why shows are against epilogues. Like, 
Just give me an episode at the end where I can see how everything played out. You know, like at the end of the last Harry Potter movie. Like they give you at least like a little scene where they say 19 years later. I want that in episode form. Show me 10 years later what happened between Adora and Catra. Show they have me a dream sequence. No, that's not. That's five seconds. I said I wanted a whole episode. I want to know everything. Minutes. I want to see what happens when Bo gets reunited with his parents and they can finally say how proud they are. I want to see what it's like for, you know, Glimmer to hang out with her dad for a few minutes. I guess you got glimpses of everything, so it's just not enough for you. I want to see, you know, like, you know, what Marmista, you know, like, when she goes back to her kingdom and it's just, and she finally embraces, you know, what was that guy's name again? Ah! How dare you? First off, stop hitting the table. Um, It sounds like there's a stampede, I'm sure. Um, Oh my god. See, you don't remember his name either. No, I, I'm like, how dare you? Um, of course, he's seen sea shanties, and his name is not Sea Biscuit. Um, yeah, my point exactly. But I wanted to see what their relationship was like when they go back to the kingdom, and then she finally embraces him versus being like, oh, I can't stand this guy. I so, feel terrible. Look up his name because I feel terrible right now. Yeah. So my um, point is, like, I just wanted to see how it all played out. Does Perfuma? And, you know, Scorpia end up becoming a thing. Does Perfuma feel irrelevant now that, you know, She-Ra basically has her powers on steroids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. She was like, I'm good now. So, uh, here, gonna just blast y'all with nature overload. Yeah. Turn this spaceship into a giant space tree. Seahawk. Seahawk. Yeah. So it wasn't far from Seabiscuit. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Hawk, biscuit, tomato. They could have spent an episode wrapping all these things up. Like, you don't end the show at the final battle. Maybe they didn't think they were... Maybe they thought they could have a chance for a spinoff. You gotta be ready. There's graphic novels. You gotta be ready. You listen, gotta be ready. Listen, okay. Avatar Last Airbender. They, they gave you an epilogue? Mm. They did. It was half an episode. It was half an episode. But, okay. it, but it was at least half of an episode. Because they wrapped up the the defeat of the Fire Lord in, like, the first, like, like seven minutes of the episode. And the last, like, 10, 11 plus were, were pure epilogue. You got to go to the Fire Nation, and they crowned Zuko. They went to Ba Sing Se, and they were all hanging out, and you get the final kiss. You know, you get to see Iroh in his new tea shop. I mean, I would, I would argue that we got that, that satisfaction from no, this. No, because you didn't. You, I got to see, I got to see... Freaking Glimmer, first off, the most powerful, power, more powerful than she That bitch is crazy. She fucking, like, overcame all of her insecurities, just obliterated, obliterated her dad with this freaking spirit gun energy. Like, just whoosh, just obliterated. It was so cool. You got to see that. You got to see her, like, actually get to hug her dad. You got to see Bo's parents being so proud of him. You got to see that... Oh my gosh, first off, I love when a show only gives you one kiss. Like, how satisfying is that? The moment with Katra and Adora. Like, where they're, like, building up... You know, there's a lot of shows that build up weird tension. Like, I guess, I think the term is queer baiting. I've heard that term thrown around. Where they, like, build up tension between... Honestly, Korra. Where they, like, are like, oh, we'll show them holding hands. But you're never gonna actually know if they're together or not. Until ten years later when Nickelodeon decides to say, like, yes, they were. Um, you know, uh, but you like just that end of the season, like you're, you've been building up this 
freaking tension the whole season, and then they finally kiss. And then you had, you know, Glimmer and Bo have their I love you moment, and you just, like, they wrapped, you have Hordak and Entrapta. Hordak coming back to his life. You, you annihilated the actual villain. Like, you don't always, a lot of times the villain gets away, the villain gets put in jail. No, she freaking, like, pushed him out of the body, obliterated. Dead. Love it. I, I can't argue, I, I, I can't argue, and I am. I'm making a good case. You're making a good case that it was a good final battle scene? Yeah, it was a good final battle scene, uh, but there should have been an epilogue. There should have been an epilogue. Let's normalize epilogues. Okay, the epilogue <laughs> is going to be when they do like a Voyager, Star Trek Voyager style show with these characters because our podcast is going to make everybody watch the show. It's going to get so popular on Netflix that they're going to bring it back. Listen, nothing is going to make Netflix pull their heads out of their asses. I know. They're delusional. They're always like, here's a great show. Canceled. Here's canceled. a brand new show. Fall in love with this. Oh, okay. Canceled. Yeah. You want to watch two seasons of a really cool show? Just kidding. Done. And you know what? Disney Plus is doing it now, too. With their little Marvel things. Well, to be fair, they set up front. How long? How? I know, but still. They set up. You want to fall in love with WandaVision? Ha. Just kidding. It's not going to be a thing. They didn't say it wasn't coming back. They just said it they probably They said it's wasn't. just one season. They probably. How, you, how would you have that show come back? It's impossible. I mean, she does it again. What? No, that's, that's boring. That's not fun. Well, I mean, you've watched 20 seasons of South Park. You know what? <laughs> that's different. And also, I'm not, I am not going to be somebody who defends South Park anymore. That's not my style. I've grown. Not much. Some. There are still episodes that I enjoy, and there are still parts of it that I... It's, 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 not, it's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. So, um, I think, you know, just going out, I will say that my final rating for She-Ra is a 7 out of 10. I haven't even thought... I don't rate TV shows, and you know this. Well, that's on you. Because I did. You can't rate a full TV show because I all sure the seasons did. are... It's at least an eight. If not a nine. It sure did. Uh, first of all, you know, I just compare TV shows to other TV shows. And then I compare movies to other movies. You know, it keeps it clean like that. How should you keeping it clean? <laughs> so Darn it. She-Ra was at a six, but the final season was so good. Had to bump it up to a seven. A six? How dare you even... Here's my thing. Here's my thing. In the first two seasons, there was a lot of filler episodes. Just yeah. plain and simple. And there wasn't really a whole lot of emotional connection to these characters. It was kind of just like, here's a fun little show. And then our protagonist is like just constantly obnoxious. And, you know, Glimmer, you know, like she was still coming into her own. Bo was a cool character. I mean, Catcher was cool occasionally. Scorpio was still like their the, their characters weren't really that defined the first couple episodes, the first couple seasons, and so I was mm-hmm. more or less just like waiting for it to get good. Season three, you know, was only like seven episodes, and I felt like that was when it started to really get good. And then when you see Glimmer's mom die, I feel like that was that was so well done. That that one episode it actually convinced me to like, you know give more leniency to the show. Because I was like, okay, I think we're turning a corner here. I think the show's about to get really good because that one episode was phenomenal. So, yeah, yeah they totally sold me, 
you know, the rest of the way, with just with that one episode. Season four was a great build up to season five. So, I mean, like, yeah, it definitely won me over eventually. But in the beginning, it was definitely kind of like a slow, like, okay, we're watching this. Yeah, but I got you to watch it because this is a show where we force our interests <laughs> upon one another. Yeah. So that's my final take on She-Ra. Ugh, my final take is that it is beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's a brilliant piece of art, and if you have not seen it, you need to see it because it covers all the bases. You have, you know, you have people of color, you have LGBTQ, you have a non-binary character who's a very convincing and very cool non-binary character who I also, just shout out, love Double Trouble. I think that they are freaking hilarious and wonderful and they freaking like they're also just an actor which i love actor characters you don't get a ton of actor characters in shows because it it feels meta sometimes but like double trouble was amazing first off and always off um so you you know you get the whole scope of like everyone that i know in my life that you don't get to always see represented on tv you know and it's also just Really, really wonderfully well done writing, storyline, just satisfying, funny, dramatic, sad. Like, they made choices that I didn't expect a kid's show to make. And also, it still has all the great things about it being a kid's show, right? Teaches you lessons about grieving and friendship and, you know, how to deal with different challenges in your life and how to deal with emotional struggles. And it's brilliant. And that's my final take on it. Ooh. So, if you have not already seen the show, we just spoiled the entire thing. So, I don't know if you want to go see it now. But! Yeah. I, we, if, if you have seen it and you're listening to this because you have seen it, we love it too. And yeah. that's not a question if you do. Because if you've seen it, you do. Right. So, absolutely great show. Uh, definitely recommend. Um, I don't know that it like hooks you right away but if you give it a chance it hooks you it hooks you she hook yes definitely she hulk we're not there yet not there yet that show will be coming maybe we'll do an episode on it you never know that's why you've gotta gotta subscribe subscribe. (laughs) you gotta subscribe you just got to yeah just push the subscribe button right now i mean what else are you listening to i mean obviously you're listening to this i mean let's be fair everyone everyone needs a podcast listen to on their commutes Mm -hmm. or during work or when they're taking a walk, get Doing outside, get that sunlight, and listen to podcasts hours. Yeah, get vitamin D with Jasmine and Oliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. That works. Yeah. All right. That's a new <laughs> jingle. Vitamin D with Jasmine and Oliver. I love it. All right. It's perfect. Um. So, yeah. We will uh, see you all after the break. We just wrap it up right here. Wrap it up right now? Yeah. Ooh, that's so so against our, our format and our, our, our way of life. You're right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening today. Uh, we want to just tell you real quick where you can find us on the internet. If you want to, you can follow me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. Check out my link tree. It's got all my links to all my things. I do many things. I have hats and tricks upon the hats and sleeves with card tricks up upon them. Many things you can check out. Uh, Oliver, where can they find you on the internet? 
You can find me on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not ask why not. Why not? Why not, Oliver? Uh, first of all, the only question is actually not why not, but rather why haven't you left us a five-star review? What? Because that is the only thing to do. Because if you give us a four-star review, we're inclined to think that you're a hater. Listen, if you leave me a four-star review, I will shed one tear gracefully out of my left eye. And that's not incentive. I won't film it. You won't even, you won't know for sure that it happened. I want to take a quick second here to say one thing about ratings on podcasts. Yeah, what about them? So we started this podcast in February of 2019. Jesus, we're old. We've been sporadic since then. It's been a little over two years. Now we got 62 ratings in a row that were all five-star ratings because most of you are really great people. Yeah. But the 63rd person who rated our podcast gave us a one star. Wait, we did? We have a one star review? So I <gasps> want to tell whoever that one star person is that you are a hater and you're not welcome to listen to Flip It and Reverse It. So if you're check gonna, that out. If you, whoever you are, extremely rude. And I, I'm terribly upset. I didn't even realize we had that. Yeah. No. Someone gave us a one you star. You made me cry out of both eyes, both sides of them. It's all right because it's about averages and we average at perfect. So go away, one star Anyways, person. Anyways, we're just crying over here. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, the not most, everyone can love me. I'm only a two star on Animal Crossing, so. The most important thing is that everyone stay subscribed because you never know when the next episode of Flip It and Reverse is coming out. It's like you get holidays like Easter and the 4th of July and Christmas, but then you also get random days of the week where maybe a Flip It and Reverse it episode will be put out. And that's the whole reason you subscribe because occasionally yeah. you hear our voices. Occasionally. Yeah. And yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, we really like to toot our own horns. Toot toot. Yeah, you know, there's there's certain things in life you have to save. You know, obviously we we mail things to save the post office, and you okay. subscribe to no. save in the. the Don't save, you compare us to the post office? To We're save not that. Well, we actually do probably function at about the same level of efficiency as the post office. So it's not terrible. There's a long line. You don't know if you're going to get what you do. Okay. Anyway. It's gone off the rails. Yeah, the metaphor's gone. The metaphor's dead. <laughs> um, but we love y'all. And we'll see you next we'll time. We'll see you next time. Bye.